There have now been 20 million confirmed COVID-19 infections. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. It's Wednesday, the 12th of August, 2020. Starting in Asia today, Russia has approved the use of a coronavirus vaccine. This is the first approved COVID-19 vaccine in the world. Yesterday, President Vladimir Putin announced that the vaccine was registered and was being made available. Putin also said that one of his daughters had already taken the vaccine. Russia says that it has received requests for over a billion doses from at least 20 countries. The vaccine has not finished the phase 3 trials that are required in most parts of the world. Phase 3 trials involve testing the vaccine on thousands of people. In April, Russia eliminated the requirements of Phase 3 trials. The World Health Organization said yesterday that it had not yet received enough information from Russia. The WHO also said that vaccines should not be produced without completing Phase 3 trials. The Iraqi army has said that two of its senior officials have been killed by Turkish drones. Turkish drones often cross the border into Iraq, targeting Kurdish fighters. Turkey has not commented on the accusations. New Zealand has reported its first local cases of COVID-19 in 102 days. Over the last three months, all infections have been imported and contained. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern yesterday ordered the lockdown of the city of Auckland. After 102 days, we have our first cases of COVID-19 outside of a managed isolation or quarantine facility in New Zealand. America's Colombia has received a message of support from Tedros Adhanom, the WHO chief, in a message yesterday. Adhanom praised the work of the Colombian government in controlling the spread of COVID-19 and told Colombians of the most important things that they can do to help. If you feel sick, stay home and call a medical provider. Keep a safe distance from others. Clean your hands regularly with soap and water or use an alcohol-based hand wrap. Avoid crowded or enclosed spaces and wear a mask. By protecting ourselves, we're also protecting each other. WHO is proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with the government and people of Colombia. Together, we will prevail, and together, we will build a healthier, safer, fairer future for our children and grandchildren. Muchas gracias, pueblo colombiano. Facebook has said that it removed 7 million posts in three months related to the coronavirus. Facebook said that content was removed that promoted fake cures and fake preventative measures. 
Europe, Belarusian opposition leader Svetlana Tikhanovskaya has left Belarus. She said that she decided to leave to Lithuania to protect her children. Protests in Belarus have continued since the election on Sunday, where President Lukashenko was declared the winner of a sixth term in office. Lukashenko is often described as Europe's last dictator. France and the UK have agreed on new tactics to stop people from illegally crossing the English Channel. Over 4,000 people have crossed into the UK illegally this year, mostly on small boats. Yesterday, British Immigration Minister Chris Philp said that the route was controlled by criminal gangs and it put lives at risk. We had a very constructive meeting with our French colleagues in Paris this morning. We have reaffirmed our unshakable shared commitment to making sure this route of crossing the channel is made unviable. It is facilitated by ruthless criminal gangs, it puts lives at risk and it is totally unnecessary. The United Kingdom reported its highest daily total cases of coronavirus since June yesterday, over 1,100. Lockdown measures were relaxed last month in the UK. Other parts of Western Europe, including Spain and France, have also seen a rise in confirmed daily cases since relaxing restrictions. Africa in Mali. Protests have continued against the government. Thousands of people were on the streets of Bamako yesterday, demanding the resignation of President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita. In Somalia, an attack inside a prison has left at least six prisoners dead in Mogadishu. All those killed are said to be Al-Shabaab fighters. It is not currently known how the prisoners had access to guns. And Send7 podcast will take a short break now, but it will return on the 31st of August. To receive an email reminder, join the email list at send7.org slash subscribe. Thank you very much for supporting Send7 podcast. See you on the 31st of August for all of the world's most important stories in seven minutes. I'm Stephen DeVincenzi. Have a great day. If you find this podcast useful, please help to support it by subscribing on podcast apps, sharing it on social media, or by leaving a review. Find transcripts and past episodes at Sense7.org.